Thank you guys for tuning in on this week's wrap up of Major Weekender's second episode. Today we have John Tri JX and Hyri Eyes. I'm Damien Fanzandel. Uh, if you guys do not know already, this is the second episode that we have out. Both the tracks are out, both the episodes are out, and when you're watching this, it's a wrap up for all the things that the video did not encompass. For those people that do not know who, who you guys are, like uh, who are you and what you do, who is Hyri Eyes, the artist, and also the producer. Um, yeah, so I, uh, I'm Hari Ais, I, I do a little bit singing of first, so I started singing first, um, do a lot of, uh, maybe acapella, a lot of choir mm-hmm. stuff, and then, um, maybe like acoustic pop a bit, and mm-hmm. then, uh, started to produce, um, so, um, I'm producing for a few, um, upcoming talents that, that, um, I'm excited for people to hear, yeah. Is, is there any one you can give out a little bit of a shout it, out to? Oh uh, yeah, so, uh, like shout out to, um, Satina, um, Kizikri, I think, um, they, they sound amazing, like, mm-hmm. their, 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 their talent is, is just, um, like, uh, I, I cannot, you cannot question the lady they have it, like, yeah, so, yeah, shout out to them. Nice. Ah, and then you're working with them on based on you producing them, or are you working yeah. them as like a feature for Harry Eyes uh, stuff. Yeah. So so we we're, we're trying to do as much as we can. Um, and uh, I'm just I'm just trying to make sure that whatever their vision is is like, um, it's like accurate. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think that's my job in in like the room. Yeah. <laughs> and you are sir. Cool. Uh, hey guys, my name is Joshua JX. Uh. The founder of Zendel, I'm a music producer, I'm an artist, and I do a whole bunch of other stuff as well. And yeah, man, I'm just here to do this interview. Great. Um, yeah, when, when we were picking like acts and pairing and stuff for the whole Major Weekender, um, we were going through a list of like really like artists that we thought was interesting. And John John was the one that said, hey, I saw this video with this guy, um, Hyrie, go look at his videos and reach out to him. Uh, John, what was the video you saw and what about it that kind of... Oh man, I, I don't exactly remember whose account I saw the video on, but mm-hmm. it was like somebody's IG stories. And then I just, I can't, I think it was like a, a cover or, or something yeah. that you did. <laughs> and then I was like, whoa, this guy has has very has a very, very good voice, mm-hmm. you know. Yeah. And then like, I just went to ask around and then I was like, yeah, I'm interested, you know, like, I knew about the Majula Weekend program, so... You know, I thought that, that you'd be a great fit, you know, to just come in and I really wanted to work with you as well. Yeah. And I had a lot of fun, you know, that, that weekend was a lot of fun. Mm-hmm. Yeah, man. Thank yeah. you so much, man. Like, like I, I actually, I was so, uh, it was such a flex to see like in the comments, like one guy with a verified thing. Hey. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> no, dude, like it was, it was really a lot of fun. I think Thanks, like that, that weekend was, was something that, that, yeah, you know, it was just to see. And I really wanted to know, you know, what, what a lot of like you know a lot of other artists who are who are not really on my my radar in that sense you know what you guys are up to what what you guys are listening to you know what is the tendencies you know because i feel like the music community is growing so much it's no longer just like one like two singular communities like the english scene and then the mandarin scene you know i feel like there's so many different pockets of communities right now Mm -hmm. you know and just to see what you guys are doing is super exciting and yeah, you know, here at Zendo, like, I mean, personally as a producer, like, I just wanted to work with someone that I've never met before in my life. So it's been dope, man. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah. So, so for those people uh, watching or listening, um, when we, we got the pairings, we initially told, told everyone like two weeks before their, their shoot dates, this is who they're pairing up with and stuff. Uh, for Harry, like when you found out you're being paired with John, oh um, do you have to do your homework a bit <laughs> yeah, or... Yeah, yeah. Like what was that the whole process like, and then you'd be like, "What do I need to get ready for?" 
Um, so, so I remember there was like a there was a day before the whole shooting process, mm-hmm. and then like we we got to like work a little bit. Um, on the way here in the grab, I was I was trying to like um, okay, so what what kind of what kind of like producer <laughs> like you know what kind of sound are you? Because I wanted like I don't want to be like a a very difficult artist to work with like, So I'm trying Not to like <laughs> yeah yeah. I mean I think it's good to always like know what you want, uh-huh. but yet at the same time being open to. To suggestions right. you know i think the job of a producer is always to bring out the best in the artist mm-hmm. you know and not necessarily representing the sound of the producer but mm-hmm. rather the sound of the artist you know and i think based on what i've heard you know your tendencies for for your r&b style singing you know i wanted to come up with something that yeah you know really really fit that and, and i'm glad i'm very very happy with the track yeah yeah like, uh, context for the listeners, um, like, we actually got Harry in, like, two days before the shoot because we did the first episode and we realized that already for, a, like, a new artist coming to the studio to record and write songs on the fly, it's already quite intimidating and, and yeah, scary. Yeah, and then sure. to throw in cameras and lights, it just adds that process of it. So we got Harry in um, just two days before just to kind of hang out a little bit, see the space and get comfortable and then uh, like John and Harry were just jamming on acoustic guitar and stuff free from stuff that didn't even make the cut that wasn't even like the final song yeah. oh yeah <laughs> I, was so, I was so thankful for the for the like the pre like recording yeah you cannot, <laughs> cannot do it like it's so yeah. stressful it's, it, even yeah. like doing this right now uh-huh. it's stressful it's like <laughs> in the episode like, I can't imagine be, put, being in your in your shoes also oh, it's yeah. like like you know it's like being thrown into like yeah. oh my god I'm a TV like TV personality mm-hmm. kind of yeah. vibes like uh, but like like did you feel okay like like especially when you came in on like the first day when we started mm. recording and stuff yeah like how much did the cameras and just the process trip you out a little oh. bit or like uh, <laughs> <laughs> I, I I remember we were, we were outside yeah. and then you were showing me like the uh, bigots um footage yeah and I was remember I was I was thinking like oh my god he's so explosive. Like, I'm gonna be, like, I told you, like, man, I hope I'm not too boring for your project, <laughs> like, <laughs> but yeah, it was, it was so cool, but, um, I'm, I'm so, yeah, I'm so glad for the, for the, for the pre, um, uh, recording day, because, um, I always find, like, maybe I didn't have a lot of opportunities to, to write on the spot, mm-hmm. so, I was so thankful that, okay, I have, I have chances to, like, um, sleep on it, and, like, you know, like, be prepared, yeah. la, like, mm-hmm. you can take your time, and be like, first yeah. draft, is trash, second draft, <laughs> trash, you know? But yeah, then yeah, for, yeah. for 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 my job weekend it's like we come in, uh, you have two full days to take the takes and then yeah. like you just gotta submit it, ingest it, and it's done. Sweet. But like so like coming for you, Harry, like mm. like you're a producer that's working with upcoming young talent, right? Like how different is it like for you to be like Harry Ice the or Harry the producer and Harry Ice the artist? Like how mm. different is your processes or and how different is what you do in those sessions like? Um yeah, I I think a lot of people ask um like so so what would you like like what would you rather be like the most like you want to be a producer more or you want to be an artist mm-hmm. more and i feel like um i don't have a lot of opportunities to be the artist mm-hmm. um so i i feel like um you know once in a while like i, I just want to say certain things like as an artist which i the things that i cannot do as a as a producer so i think i think n- number one it was pretty like it was pretty. It was such a relief session that I can finally take off the the producer hat for yeah. the first time. So I there was there was more room to uh, like think of certain things. And I feel like when when that happened, like um, 
there was a certain part of my brain that activated like there's something that I never, like you know I space to like think more or something yeah so so that was really really interesting like I've never this is the first time like, I've never got a chance to um to like really like I said think of the, the but like like does yeah. your your artist your artist head does it kind of always influence you know like you as a producer mm. be like okay this is like the best things I can get from like artist A mm-hmm. but then your 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 artist I'd be like is she you just rewrite everything right this is kind of like <laughs> Like does it always yeah. like like how do you balance like being like like you know it's like yeah. okay this is me I need to like cut off this is does it represent Harry Ice to represent artist A mm. and then this is me Harry the right. producer right I I feel like um when I was a when I was a producer like generally I'm I'm such a like minimalist and mm-hmm. and I I don't want like overdo certain things yeah so so the artist is the one who is like very ambitious and very like you know they they want to do a lot of things and I guess working with them i just felt like okay i'm the person that would like make their ideas like palatable and like you know make the ideas like uh, like make sense mm-hmm. right in in the track and then here like in this project like i st- i feel like maybe my mistake was that i i still wanted to be the minimalist and i thank god that you bro like you um like expanded a lot of ideas and stuff so like i feel like uh if it wasn't for you like the song wouldn't be like so so critical, like especially the outro, bro. Like yeah. I never <laughs> ever thought of that, man. Yeah. No, but yeah, it's like a weird, weird bridge after part. <laughs> oh yeah, it was fun, uh. I mean, I had a lot of fun. That's yeah. a lot of fun. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, for John, you know, like people know you for your solo project or being in the Sambulos. Um, was it like to be solely behind the console, um, and getting sound of high rise versus then you being like, the artist? You know, you've seen both spectrums of hell. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, I guess for me it was always a case where I mean I I always enjoy being in the studio, mm-hmm. you know, regardless of the role, you know, whether as a producer, as an artist, as a top line writer, you know, I think I've always just enjoyed the process, you know. So sometimes I I try. I think my my biggest fear is always to know my role, mm-hmm. you know, like I don't want to overstep my boundary, and at the same time, like I want to be able to contribute in the way that I feel should be the correct amount to contribute. But I think it was fun working with Hyrie because, you know, um, we got to banter quite a bit, you know, creatively, you know, going back and forth with ideas and, you know, not being afraid to throw out ideas that didn't work. Mm-hmm. But yet at the same time, you know, one thing I really enjoyed with Hyrie is that he's, he's not one of those like, like spineless yes men artists mm-hmm. where like they'll just say yes to everything it's like oh yeah this is great oh this is great you know and that, that becomes a problem as well you know like being able to read that facial expression for for someone who, who can say like who is who doesn't want to be too rude to say that it's not a great idea yeah. but as a producer is also being able to pick up on those things you know like okay you know like maybe let's change this mm-hmm. you know I think this is this is I think this sounds good, but if you don't think this sounds good, then, you know, I think I need to respect your decision as that as well. Yeah. So I think, yeah, you know, we, we had a very, very good balance, which was why we managed to work fairly quickly. Mm-hmm. You know, within the first day, we pretty much got most of the, the, the stuff out already. Yeah. Yeah. I actually wanted to ask because, like, I, I, I um, prior to, to having the session, like, I thought that, you know, with the years of experience, like, you would be, in a way, like, jaded with the whole experience. But you say, like, you know, like, uh, like every time uh, you're in the studio, like, it's always an exciting thing for you. Like, of course. Yeah, like, like is, there, is there, like, a... Like, what do you always look for? Look forward to, like... Uh, I, I look forward to working with new people. I think mm. that... I think the being jaded comes from doing the same thing over and over and over right. again. Right. 
you know, like, yeah, I mean, if you're working with the same artists all the time, you know, I think that gets tiring. But it's it's fun when you work with artists from from a different walk of life or from a, who have different references or different inspirations. You know, just putting that together is to me the the most fun part because it's, I'm not here in the studio to for you to learn from me. I think it was a case where I got to learn from you as well. You know, stuff like I mean, there's a certain process that I'm used to, but I'm willing to kind of like bend, you know, to to fit it. But it was fun, you know, like just yeah. seeing how you would do your vocal runs, seeing how you write your melodies, you know, and like I mean, I mean, one thing about the song that I have to bring up also is like the 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 title of the song. How do you mean? Like to me, it doesn't make grammatical sense at all, <laughs> you know. So it, if I were to write a song, it would not. I would not use that. But right. you know, initially we were talking about it. So it's like you know, should we just change it to? The grammatical, mm. the gra- grammatically correct phrase, which is what do you mean? Yeah. But then, how do you mean? Just sounds strong, you know, as yeah. it is, you know. And then you realize that some of the greatest producers and songwriters, they don't, they don't really care about the rules of the language as much, you know. Um, especially Swedish songwriters, who who I take a lot of reference from, you know, like it's gotta be me, you know. It's like me is not really a word, you know. It's me, but then me doesn't sound as nice as me in that in that. The instance lah. So I was like, you know what? Let's just go with how do you mean, you know? And so far, no one has questioned it, you know. So no one has said like, hey, you know, this one is grammatically wrong. Even the grammar Nazis I know, you know, they they don't. No one has actually questioned me about it, you know. People just ask really weird questions like, oh, how do you how do you do that bass, you know? Or like, what whose voice was that in the intro? And I was like, nope, secret cannot say, you know, that kind of thing lah. Yeah, that's great. Yeah, because like um like they they should in the episode also like you know. Like in like how modern like R and B and hip hop production is is done and like how splice jazz makes everything mm. so easy to make like it was great to see you guys like um write and jam out a song on just voice and acoustic guitars yeah. before like does is that still a practice that you guys still use where as long as you strip it down to the chords of the piano and guitars and yeah. vocals yeah. and like, it's a good song. I think that's more of a personal thing for me mm-hmm. that I always believe that you know if you were to record in the studio you know it's always being able to do the song on a piano mm-hmm. and a guitar mm-hmm. even a even a hip hop song right. you know like with a very very strong beat you know but for the song to be carried you know like if you think like like young rajas met blessings or if you think like um like a lot of like the the Kendrick Lamar songs you know if you just break it down to even an acoustic rendition of it and if the song still sounds yeah. good mm. then generally to me is a rule of thumb that the song is generally going to sound better mm. you know i think one thing that a lot of modern production has is that that a lot of modern songs have is that they hide behind the production mm-hmm. you know and then to me that that kind of hinders you know because the truth is if you were to do this song live you know you have a lot of limitations yeah. and you as an artist sometimes you don't want to just sing to a minus one mm-hmm. you know you want to be able to put a band together you know put people together and actually feel like you know, like a certain group energy that you can produce on stage, which, yeah, you know, I think that's really from that whole Sam Willows experience, you know, it's always like just doing it in the most raw form you can first and then you add whatever production over later. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so, yeah, man. Yeah, I, I feel like that was like personally my biggest takeaway as mm-hmm. well because like, um, I think when John said that if, if we strip down everything and it's just you and the guitar like it has to sound good and that what that what like measures uh, like a good song and like i felt like my world ended bro like i feel like, <laughs> like, oh, like I sh- this is like a new workflow like for me because i i think i think there's a lot of truth in there like i really yeah. i really believe in that i mean song. every hit song that you can think of yeah. there is a super raw version that you can imagine 
Right. Every hit song. Or you it's know. done on YouTube, like a person, yeah. person A yeah. covers it and it sounds better than yeah. the actual song. Even <laughs> even like the, the Jack Harlow song, What's Poppin', I've seen acoustic renditions of it online and it still sounds great. <laughs> you know, like you slow down the BPM, you know, you put it with an acoustic guitar or a piano, like it still has to sound strong. So yeah, man, that, that that's why I really, I mean, like the song that we did, I, I genuinely enjoy it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, like so, like like throughout the weekend itself, you know, like besides all of the like audio uh, tricks and tips John was showing you and teaching you about, uh, one of those things was also like um, advice on you know just new musicians breaking mm-hmm. into the scene. Mm-hmm. Uh, John, you know, in this very strange time, um, what's your advice to uh, upcoming musicians that are still trying to do music for a living and they annoy their parents all the time? Oh wow, honestly. I, yeah, I mean, definitely disappointing parents is is uh, is a thing. But honestly, I don't think I have the answer right now. You know, I think every entertainer, every artist, you know, in whatever form of art, you know, like not only in Singapore, like everywhere around the world, everyone is definitely suffering. Mm-hmm. You know, and you know, I'm not gonna say like, oh yeah, you know, you gotta go on more live streams or you gotta put out more video or more content that would help. I mean, definitely it, would, it will help, but there's no guarantee. Mm-hmm. Because I think one thing that, especially with music, you know, it's always bringing a, a group of people together. And that's the beauty of music. It's a shared experience. You know, I think records are done because you want to share the experience. You know, a hundred years ago, you know, it wasn't really, a records weren't really a thing. Yeah. So you would just play the song over and over and over again live, you know, and then they discovered recorded music so that you get, sh- you get to share the experience with people by just listening to something that's already recorded. Mm-hmm. I think now with COVID, it's kind of questioning that because, you know, we're so pampered and we're so used to live performances, yep. you know, and with that not being able to be done, you know, and live stream, I feel like it still doesn't have that same effect. You know, you don't get goosebumps from a live stream. You can't. Yeah. You just can't. Unless it's like mixed crazy well. And yeah. Or like super high production. Yeah. Yeah. You know, but other than that, it, it, it's tough. So, I mean, the only advice I would say is just don't give up. Lah. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, as corny or as basic as it sounds, you know, it's really not to give up. You know, but one, one trend that I, I do see is that there are a lot of different pockets of music communities popping up everywhere. Mm-hmm you know, and everyone's forming their own community, I think the strength comes in having these communities come together, mm-hmm. you know, and having communities reach out to each other because it's really strength in numbers. Yeah. You know, I mean, if we want to come out of COVID-19 as a stronger music industry here in Singapore, it, it, t- it takes more than just one community. It takes everybody. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, you know, like, I think that's something that I personally am very interested in you know, reaching out to people that I have nothing in common with yeah. or I don't have any similar experiences, but find a way to kind of have some kind of synergy in making music together. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, uh, was there any, like, uh, experiences from the weekend itself that didn't make the final cut? Ooh. <laughs> Not so. I, don't, I mean, nothing particularly that I remember. Yeah. Yeah, because I, I mean, besides just working on tune stuff and just eating and hanging, uh, there wasn't much of other funny stuff just going on in the back. Lah. I basically introduced him to the Moss Burger Fish Burger. I remember <laughs> that. That was really dope. Uh. I mean, 
in my opinion, the best burger in Moss Burger is the right. fish burger. You can fight me on that, uh, but I think the fish burger is is the best fish burger. Like, yeah, shout, out, shout out, Moss Burger. Shout out, uh, Moss Burger. Like, uh, hey, you're endorsed by Major Weekend there, Major Festival. You want to sponsor the the festival that happens? Just the, the fish burger, though. I mean, the fish yeah, burger. Is fish dope. burger and fries and the milk tea and the chicken. The chicken is great as well. Yeah. yeah. So, but that's what something that yeah. I mean, other than the music, like we we talk about Moss Burger. So, marketing person for Moss Burger, if you're listening to this next year, first quarter, this live event, you know, tell your bosses you can up your KPI. Shout out. Um, yeah, like, uh, for everyone that's excited about the stuff they guys are making, Harry, like, uh, what's your upcoming plans? Uh, is there releases as you as a producer and you as the artist? Um, me as an artist, I, I don't know when is the next time, but but uh, I really want to start, uh, like, after after the, the whole project that we had, like, I, I learned a lot. And I'm really inspired, so I feel like maybe, maybe like soon. But as a producer, like we definitely is after this is just back to work with with all the, um, the the upcoming artists lah. Is there any key timelines or artists and dates that we can like look up for? That's like the new Harry Eyes produced song coming out. <laughs> I think like end end of the year la, end of the year. Sure. Right, like, not gonna say when again. Can, yeah, can like, end of the expect year. the artist. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and John, uh, what can the viewers and listeners? expect from you oh i got a new single coming out um with a malaysian artist and i think it should be out like late september early october mm-hmm. yeah and yeah it's gonna be a very fun song you know i really like it and shooting a video for it nice yeah great uh so uh to wrap everything up uh do you guys have any final shout outs uh and stuff that you want to plug to the viewers and listeners uh i just want to say like thanks to the both of you like for making this happen and then uh like Zender definitely um thanks to NYC as well um uh bless seven up i think they did a great job as well so um uh, like a shout out to um highly likely yeah and uh yep that's it for me okay. sure yeah i mean uh, everything the same as as Hairi and also try the moss fish <laughs> i'm a huge advocate for it thank you guys Thank you guys. Uh, yeah, so we have two episodes for Major Weekend that's out. Uh, the first one with Jason and Bigot, and the second one with John Chuajek and Harry Eyes. Uh, please keep tuning on, tuning into our channel. Um, make sure to subscribe and get notifications for the episodes. Plus on our socials and Majula Fest on uh, Instagram and Facebook. And do share the videos when it comes out. Uh, thank you guys for listening and watching. Bye. See you guys. <laughs>